You're listening to another life-transforming message from C3 Church, Salt Lake City. For more information on our church, go to c3saltlakecity.com. Hey, come on, let's put our hands together for Jesus this morning. Come on, let's, Jude says to stir ourselves in our most holy faith. Come on, let's stir ourselves this morning. Let's stir ourselves in faith, believing that all things are possible to those who believe. Amen? Amen? Come on, why don't we sing another song one more time? Whatever you want to sing, I believe. Come on, let's raise our voice. Therese, you want to come and lead us in? I see a miracle. My God made me a promise and it Come on, every voice. Let's raise our hands, close our eyes all across the building. Holy Spirit, come right now. Fill this house. Right now, this is your temple. This is your house. Come and do what only you can do, Lord God. Come and set people free. I speak miracles into the atmosphere. I speak breakthrough, restoration, healing, deliverance. I thank you, Lord, that anxieties are lifting right now. Guilt from the past is being broken right now. The attacks of the enemy are coming to nothing in Jesus' name. I release faith. I release the miraculous upon every single life in this house today. We will see salvations. We will see miracles in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, one more time. Let's just thank the King of kings and Lord of lords. Let's lift up the name of Jesus. God, you're worthy to be praised. God, you're worthy to be praised in this house. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, give somebody a hug. Somebody that's sitting beside you. Tell them they look good. They smell good. You're glad to be sitting next to them this morning. Hey, uh, just stay here for a second, Therese. I just want to let you know, I believe in miracles. I believe in the power of God. Over the last 25 years of walking with Christ, I've seen two people raised from the dead. I've seen blind eyes open. I've seen deaf ears, cancers just eradicated from people's bodies. I'm believing today. Church isn't a place for religion. We come to church for a relationship. And if you're just finding your way into this house, if you've come here today, it's maybe your first time, welcome. You're a VIP in this house this morning. God has a destiny and a purpose and a plan for your life. And it's not by mistake that you're here today. I've flown all the way from Australia. I've traveled from LA to San Diego. I've flown from San Diego to Salt Lake City. And I believe God has a plan, a, a divine plan for this morning. And if, if we can just journey a little together with Pastor Jurgen and Pastor Leanne, you're going to get some of the best teaching, doctrine, theology on the planet. This morning, I want to, I want to release the Holy Spirit afresh over your life today. You know, it says in Corinthians, the Apostle Paul speaking, he said, when I came, I didn't come to you with eloquence of speech or persuasive arguments that you would believe in the intelligence of man. I came fearful and trembling and I came 
to demonstrate the power of God, that you would believe in the power of God, not the wisdom of man. And I hope that we leave here today with a fresh touch of God upon our lives because He didn't send His Son to impress us. He didn't even send His Son just to impact our lives. God sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to transform your life. The Bible says that anybody that is in Christ Jesus is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. I believe it's a, it's a brand new day for every single person in this auditorium today. And so I'm going to go after a few things. I feel like God has already spoken to me about what He's going to do in this meeting. So if you could trust me here this morning, Pastors Jürgen and Leanne have been two of my best friends for the last 22 years. There's not a, a couple in leadership that I trust more in life than Pastors Jürgen and Leanne. They're apostolic. They're faith-filled. And you know what? God must love this church. For Him to bring pastors and Jürgen and Leanne to be your pastors, God must love you so much. And that's worth giving Him some praise for. So I'm so glad. Are you glad to be here today? Psalm 122 says, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. I was glad when somebody invited me to the house of God. There's freedom in the house of God. There's deliverance. There's the miraculous. And uh, Cherise, you know, just as we were worshiping before, I felt like God said, grief is being broken off your life today. I said that you've through, walked through things in life and there's a heaviness. And you're a woman of faith and you're a woman of commitment and diligence. But God is going to break uh, that weight of grief over you. Could you stand here? Could I have somebody with me just for a minute? Would you just uh, lift your hands? I'm telling you right now. Just stand here. Just look at me for a second. Just that face that way. Just, just receive. If I can in, encourage you and get church, we've become really good at serving. We've become really good at giving and being generous. But you're the king's kids. God is your heavenly father. And this morning, he wants you to receive from him. Not because you've earned it. Not because you're worthy. But because he's faithful. And I want to encourage, just receive all that God has for you here this morning right where you're at. And I believe God is speaking to people right now about what He's going to do in your life. And I'm telling you, there's some of you that received words from God many years ago, and they haven't come to pass yet. The Bible says, do not grow weary in doing good for in due season. I believe it's somebody's due season here today where you're going to receive all that God has promised and more because He's the God that does exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or imagine. Would you just lift your hands? I'm telling you right now, peace is coming. Anxiety is lifting. The joy of the Lord is going to be your strength. And you've sown in tears, but you're going to reap in joy. Father, I thank you for choice. Fill her afresh today by the power of the Holy Spirit. God, I thank you. I rebuke grief and the weight of heaviness that sits upon her shoulders. And I thank you, Lord. Your yoke is easy. Your burden is... Would you just come and stand here? I will preach in a few seconds, I promise. Would you just come and stand here? Don't worry about the keyboard. It'll play itself. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're in C, F, and G. Lift your hands. God is going to set you free today. Weight of expectation. The weight of opinion. You walk around with a smile, but often on the inside, there's turmoil and upheaval, and nobody would ever know. But today, you're going to be set free. 
your voice is magnificent. And I see a tenfold anointing coming upon your life. I feel like you in your private time have said, God, is this it? Like God really is, it is my whole life, my devotion, my consecration, my... I've seen you, you've, you've, you've sat in your room, even as a young girl, writing songs, penning songs that have been put in the drawer. I want you to open that drawer and, and bring out those songs. Those songs are going to be heard through C3, through the Americas, through our movement. God is about to do what you've said is impossible. He is going to show you who He is and what He can do through your life. Don't give up. Don't give in. Today is a day of fresh empowerment. Can I encourage you? It says in Proverbs 3, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. He will direct your paths. Isaiah 55 says, My ways aren't your ways and my thoughts aren't your thoughts, but my ways are above your ways and my thoughts are above your... God's way, we will not rationalize a touch of God, a, the miraculous in our life. We won't be able to comprehend all that God wants to do in our life. But when we trust, God speaks spirit to spirit, heart to heart. And when we can turn our head off, one of the greatest blockages in anybody's life from receiving from God is the head. And what I know and learnt practices and what I've been taught and what's informed me. But when we flip that switch and we say, God, speak to my heart today, revelation comes. And as Pastor Jürgen said, revelation plus application leads to transformation. So I want to encourage you here today. Let God speak to your heart, speak to your spirit, and I guarantee you'll be set free. Jesus. There it is. Just receive. Turn your head off. Last one, I promise. Maybe. Pastor, can I pray for you? Becca, can I pray for you? Can you just give it up for your pastors here this morning? We've known each other for 10 hours, maybe, if we're lucky. I'll follow you on Instagram later on. And you are magnificent. You are the people called and chosen. Never discredit, never discount. Well, we got this by default, or is it us, or should we be doing this? I'm telling you right now, as I was sitting there, God says, I'm taking certain robes off you and I'm placing royalty. There is royalty that is coming upon you, the robes of a king and a queen. God has called you and chosen you. And as we were worshiping, I saw just like the walls of Jericho coming down, He's going to give you the strategy for this house. And, and I feel like the Lord says, just as He spoke to um, uh, Joshua, be strong and courageous, be bold and courageous, only be bold and courageous. It's in this season, God wants you to find your voice of boldness and courage. The Bible says that the righteous are as bold as lions. God is going to use you to shake this city and the walls of religion. You're in religion rehab series. The walls of religion that have surrounded and locked up Salt Lake City, that have, that have surrounded and locked up Utah are about to come crumbling down. And the wisdom of God, it's not going to be what you've known. It's not going to be what you've been through and what you've experienced. God is going to use you through, through wisdom and revelation to unlock this city. Get ready for what I'm about to do, says the Lord, because I'm about to, and I see a multiplication of the anointing upon your life.
And uh, in Jeremiah 1.5, it says, Before I formed you in the mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And I believe that's a word that you've held near and dear to your heart. But God says, I'm about to make that become a reality. I'm going to cause your voices to be heard far and wide. Watch what I could do through a life submitted, a life laid down to me. I am going to cause your wildest dreams to come to pass. Things that you've dreamt of but never thought could become reality. I'm about to do and exceed, says the Lord. Because of your faith, because of your courage, because you didn't give up when you wanted to give up, I am about to go before you, making your path straight in Jesus' name. Just lift your hands. My God, the power of heaven. Come on, can we give the Lord one mighty hand clap this morning? Thank you, Lord. Really quickly, it's, uh, it's Father's Day. Can I just show you a photo of my family? I've been married for nearly 23 years. Uh, I think I got some photos here of my family. This is my wife, Melissa. She's the best thing that's ever happened to me. God was good to me. Okay, uh, so this is my son, Noah. He's a sponsored surfer. He wants to be on the world tour. He's doing very good. He's 16. This is my daughter, Ella. She's my princess, uh, state swimmer, dancer. She's 14. Uh, and this is Zach, the man child. So uh, we had to stop after Zach because he came out at 10 pound. Uh, has never stopped eating, never stopped growing. Uh, but his swimming coaches have said that he literally could be an Olympian. So at nine years of age, he's breaking every record for 12 years of age uh, in every stroke. So uh, yeah, these are my beautiful kids, my amazing family. God has been good to me. And uh, I just wanted to brag on them a little bit this morning. You know, uh, I love the Word of God. I love the presence of God. And as I said, I, I get to travel kind of all across the globe. And just God in His goodness, I give Him all the glory, uh, has chosen to use me to see people healed and set free. And so that's what I'm believing for this morning. And as I was preparing, I was reminded of Ezekiel 37. And the Scripture says that the hand of the Lord came upon me and the Spirit of God took me. The hand of, I believe the hand of God wants to come on some lives today and take you somewhere by the Spirit. That through faith, we're a community of faith. We believe. Does anybody believe this morning in Jesus Christ? Power of the Holy Spirit. Well, through faith, God invites us into the fourth dimension, into the spirit realm, where we're not limited by time and space. We're not limited to our senses, to what we've learned, to what we know, but we open ourselves up to the miraculous, to the supernatural. And every time we walk through the doors of this house, of this church, we, we enter another dimension. A dimension where, as Pastor said, all things are possible to those who believe. That nothing is impossible with God. And so I just want to encourage us. 1 Corinthians 4.20 says, The kingdom of God is not in word and deed only, but in power. The kingdom of God is not in word and deed. It's not just what I say. It's not just what I do. It's with the power that accompanies what I say and do. You have to understand that God wants to use you to transform Salt Lake City who you are, how you are, where you are. God wants to use you. It's not about pastor. It's not about the super saints, those that have been to Bible college. I've done all that. 
It's about a heart yielded to God and His plans and purposes that He has for your life. And the Word tells us that He has plans and purposes for our life that are good and not for evil, to bless us and not to harm us. And I want to encourage you to step out and step up into all God has for you. And He wants you to lift your eyes. The, the Word says, I lift my eyes to the hills to where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord. Religion wants to keep you bound. Relationship with Jesus Christ wants to set you free. A life in Christ is a life unlimited, where God can do anything in and through you. And I want to encourage you this morning. Let's be a part of the kingdom of power. Psalm 118 says, This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. If today is God's day, then today is a day of power. And if He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and He healed yesterday, He heals today. If He performed miracles yesterday, He performs miracles today. So I don't know a single person in this room, but God does. And I feel like in my prayer time leading into this meeting that God was speaking to me about certain things He was going to heal. People with depression, people with pain in their body, people with digestive issues and breathing difficulties. And if that's you today, I want you to sit there waiting for God to call you out. Waiting for God to... And, and you know what? If that's you here today, you've got, you got an eye infection, an eye condition, your eyesight's failing, somebody here with a kidney problem. Just say, God, I'll have all that you, you've got for me. God, I receive the healing. Your, your word says that by your stripes, I am healed. You went to the cross on my behalf to set me free. God, I accept all of the work in the, of the cross because it is total and complete. I love what Jesus said. Some of the last words hanging on, He said, it is finished. So whatever you've been walking through, whatever you've faced that isn't of God, I declare today that it is finished. Marriages are going to be restored in this house today. Health is going to return. Peace is going to come to people's minds in Jesus' name. It's good news, right? The gospel is good news. And I don't know about you, but the longer I walk with Christ, the more I'm dependent on Him. The, the, I've been a Christian for 25 years, raised in religion. I went through religious schooling. I went to a religious church. I, I performed all the religious duties that was, were expected of me, but I never had relationship with God. I knew of God. I knew a lot about God, but there was a moment when I stepped into a relationship with a good and loving Father that said, you know what, come here. I'm going to show you a better way to do life. I'm going to show you what I have for you. And I'm telling you, God is here. In Ephesians 1.19, it says the same power that God worked in Jesus Christ when He raised Him from the dead is at work in you. 1 John 4.4 4 says, greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. But I'm blown away by the same power that God worked in Jesus when He was dead. Four days dead, stinky dead. Don't roll away the stone dead. I don't want to experience The same power is at work in you. And what I love is that God sits outside of time. So we see what we're walking through right now, but God lives on outside of time. He's on the other side saying, all things are working together for your good. And we sit back here saying, no, God, it's not good. You don't know what I'm walking through. You don't know what I'm going. You don't know what I'm, he says, yeah, I do. And I'm out here and you're living in victory. You're living in freedom. You're living in peace. You're living in joy. I, all things are working together for your good. If you'll lift up your eyes, if you'll look to me, if you'll see, I love what it says in Hebrews 12. 
says, therefore, since we're surrounded by so great, great a cloud of witnesses, why don't we cast off every restraint and sin which so easily entangles us? Let us look to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy sent before him went to the cross, scorning its shame, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Why don't we just look to Jesus this morning? Why don't we look beyond temporal, current circumstance? Why don't we look towards the author and perfecter of our faith, the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end, the one that says all things are working together for your good. Amen. You know, last time I was here, I was at the South Campus in San Diego. And uh, I got a word of knowledge. There was somebody that had extreme pain in their body. And... uh, I, and I was, I, was, I was kind of looking across. The auditorium was full. It was a big auditorium. And suddenly a young guy up the back uh, stood to his feet and walked to the front. And I said, what, what's your name, son? And he was kind of grunting at me. And I'm always trying to find a point of connection with anybody that I get to minister to. And, I said, and he kind of wouldn't open up. And he was really shut down. And I, he was hurting. He was, I asked him after. I said, tell me about your pain. He said, my pain was 12 out of 10. I went to Puerto Rico and I fell off a 30-meter wall onto concrete. My entire left side of my body shattered. Uh, he said his sternum came out of his chest. His, his back all compressed. His neck and his back all compressed. He said, it doesn't matter what rehab I do. It doesn't matter how many drugs I take. It doesn't matter what, what the therapies that the, the doctors and physicians put me through. I live with 12 out of 10 pain every day of my life. I'm like, like hang on, just, just tell me again. You, you, you've got 12 out of 10. He said, it doesn't matter. I've learned to live with pain. And I went to his Instagram later and he says, you know, pain is a good teacher. You know, it is a friend that journeys with you through life. And he, I prayed for that man. I finally found my point of connection. His name was Francisco. My middle name's Francis. I was, I was named after St. Francis. And I, as soon as I found that point of connection, he opened up. God healed him on the spot. And he started running around the auditorium. For two years, he'd lived with 12 out of 10 pain. In one moment of encounter with a good and loving God, he was set free. To this day, he has no pain in his body. God healed him. I was recently in Melbourne. See, miracles don't just have to happen in third world countries. Blind eyes being restored, deaf ears hearing. I've I've seen all that in Africa and the Philippines and all around. I've seen that. Cancers drop from people's bodies. But a few months ago in Melbourne, in Australia, I prayed for a girl called Misha. I think I got some photos here. This girl, Misha, snapped her spine clean through seven years ago. She was in a boating accident, had been paralyzed ever since. She had three carers 24-7. Her carer brought her to church that morning, drove her to church. They would feed her. They would clothe her. They would drive her. They'd take her to the bathroom. She could do nothing for herself. Of those seven years paralyzed, she spent six and a half years in hospital with taking 48 tablets a day. She came to the wrong meeting, as as I found out later on. She wasn't even meant to be in my meeting. They drove her to the wrong place, but God had an appointment for her that day. And, And as I was doing this, I couldn't see anybody. I couldn't see anybody in a wheelchair. God said, there's somebody here in a wheelchair. I'm gonna heal them today. I said, okay, I've just learned to be obedient. The Bible says, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. I said, God, if, if that's what you're telling me, that's, that's what I'll do. And God's spoken to me things about this morning that if I call it out, would you just come forward because God knows what you need and He wants to meet you at that point. But God's not moved by need, He's moved by faith. It's at the point of faith that the power of God travels. 
So I said, you know what? Because I didn't know her situation. Everybody in the room knew her situation. While she was in hospital for six and a half years, she tried to commit suicide three times because the doctors said there is nothing we can do from you for you from a medical perspective. So twice she flatlined and they had to revive her. The third time, it didn't work. I said, you can just stand up because God's healed you. And I could sense the presence of God and I could sense faith in her heart rising just as I spoke to her. And everybody looked at me like, that's impossible. And I could tell that's what they were, that, that's impo- that, that can't happen, that's impossible. But she believed. You see, in Mark 16, 17 and 18, it says, these signs will follow those who believe. God's not looking for followers. Religion follows. Faith believes. God's looking for those that believe that He is able to do. The Bible says in Ephesians 3.20, He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask. What are you believing for this morning? What need in your life could be met through faith today in a good and loving God? Because so often we switch off belief because we want to protect our hearts. God says, if you'll step out in faith, if you'll believe, if you'll only believe. And I love the word where it says that even those that had doubt but a little faith said, God, I believe, but help me in my unbelief. And he met him at that point of faith. It's not about the amount of faith. It's will you give God something this morning? Will you give God some faith this morning that he can move in your life? If, if we want a different result, we've got to do something different. And all through the Bible, it was desperation that got the attention of God. And, and a woman with life flowing from her, after spending everything she had, doing everything she could in the natural, crawled on her hands and knees just to touch the hem of Jesus' garment and life flowed towards her. A beggar since birth, blind since birth, threw off his beggar's coat, his identity, to say, you know what? I don't want to identify with brokenness and sickness and, and lack anymore. I want to identify as the one chosen and called of heaven to walk in abundance and victory. Corinthians says, thanks be to God that gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Victory is assured for you. You were made to have dominion in life, to walk in victory and authority. And I prayed for this girl and she stood straight up out of her chair. Her carer got saved that day and fired. From that day forward, She's had no pain in her body. She was one of those, you couldn't even touch her. She had that much pain in her body. She hadn't walked unaided for seven years. She couldn't drive. From that day, this is her in the Daintree Rainforest in, because she keeps sending me photos on Facebook. This is like six weeks after being prayed for, she was traveling through the Daintree Rainforest in Australia, averaging 10 kilometers a day. Climbing on, she, like she's just a new, that could be you today. What can you bring to God in faith this morning? Because He wants to meet you. He's a, he's a relational God. The, he's described as Gregorius. He wants you as His family. And I don't know about every other dad in the room, but I want the best for my kids. There's nothing they'll lack for because I'll provide, I'll, I'll protect. I'll, God wants to pour out so lavishly upon your life. He wants you to experience life and life more abundantly. And I want to invite you this morning just to step out in, in faith. Amen. And if I know anything, it's this, that fear and faith can't coexist. We got to choose which camp we're going to do life in. And I've just chosen, you know, even when I don't understand, I'm going to go to faith because He's never failed me. He's never let me down. He's never come up short. 
God is good, God. Amen. I'm going to read one more scripture, and then we're going to pray for some people. Is that okay? Is this helping anybody this morning? Yeah. Isaiah 53 says this. It says, Surely He has borne our griefs. He's carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed Him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon Him, and by His stripes we are healed. By His stripes you are healed today. It is finished. I declare over your life here today the, the lies of the enemy broken. This isn't for life. This isn't a life sentence. It is finished. If you have a stomach condition, a digestive issue, would you just raise your hand and come down here? I'm going I'm to pray for you. God is going to heal you this morning. You're going to feel heat in your stomach right now. And as I said, I just I kind of prepare uh, and I, I hear God say things to me and I know the things that I call out. I was, I was in a meeting in Ballina once. And uh, usually you get up and you say how good the worship was and you greet the pastors and you thank them for being in their amazing church. And God said, say nothing but this. There's somebody here with a chemical imbalance in your brain. You've tried to commit suicide twice this month. Come forward. I'm going to heal you. I said, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to greet the pastors. I'm going to tell the musicians how well they did. He said, say it. And so I did. And a man stood up in the back row. He walked towards me with holding his wrist like this, both bandaged. The day before, he tried to commit suicide for the second time. He got healed on the spot. 15 years later, he's my guitarist in my church. All things are possible. If that's you, if you get migraine headaches, I want you to come down. God's going to heal you today. Don't hold back. Don't, it's the step. It's the stretch. It's the stepping out. Religion wants to hold you bound. Faith wants to set you free. So I want to encourage you. Come forward. If you've got pain in your body, physical pain that you can feel right now, I want you to come forward. I had a lady in my church, maybe six months ago, she fell down three stairs. She snapped her leg both clean through, both bones snapped clean through. The surgeon wasn't available for two days, so they put her in a moon boot, said, stay at home, elevate your foot. Instead of doing that, she came to church. We prayed. I didn't know the severity. I just knew she'd hurt a leg. She went back and got new x-rays the next day, and bones were perfect. No surgery needed. You've got to understand that we are living in a new day. We are living in a day where the supernatural, as in the days of Acts, is being released in increasing measure against, to the church. If you, you can have whatever you want in God, you just have to go after it by faith. You have to be tenacious. You have to be passionate and committed and expectant and wanting more of God. Just lift your hands. You get migraines. Lift your hands right now. And again, I just want to encourage everyone. Let's just turn our, our heads off. Let's just believe. What is your name? Ashley, right now, be healed. Look, close your eyes. Just look away to God. Just receive all that He has for you. Who's that person with a digestive issue? I just feel it on the inside. There's somebody here. God's going to heal your stomach. Somebody here with a kidney issue. God's going to heal that. I don't know if it's blood. I don't know if it's deoxygenated blood. I don't know if your blood's not flowing properly. Why don't you just come forward and let God touch you here this morning? 
And who are those people? Because I, I, we, we, we asked earlier, who needs a touch from God? This one. Who are those people that raise their hands saying, yeah, I need, I need God to heal me. I need a miracle this morning. Literally, if you've got pain in your body, I want you to come down right now. God is going to set you free. Somebody here also, you get woken at night. It's like the, the devil comes in to try and intimidate you, to stir you up, and it takes you a long time to get back to sleep. And you've, there's fear, there's anxiety, your palms sweat, you have nightmares. God is going to set you free. Right where you're at, if you've got a need in your world, put your hand on that, that part of your body or put your hand on your heart. Just say, God, I receive all that you've got for me. I tell you what, why don't we, why don't we just while we're doing that, why don't we worship? If you want to stand to your feet in worship, if you want to sit in worship, I, I, this, I want us to be all engaged and all on fire this morning, letting God touch us. Sarah, how you doing? So, so you said you had pain in your knee just before? How are you, how are you now? Good, I'm okay. Do you have any pain in your knee? No. You don't have, you don't have any pain? No. So, so you're, not, 
You're not just saying that you got no pain in your knee. You did before because you broke your knee. Yeah. yeah. Praise God. Come on. You know, I'm really feeling right now, there's, there's a few people here and you're feeling dry, you're feeling worn out, you're feeling at the end of yourself. The best thing about being at the end of ourselves is that we're at the beginning of God. And I want to encourage you this morning, if that's you, you're feeling burnt out, worn out, dry, visionless, I want you to come forward. You're going to get fresh vision today. You're going to get filled with the Holy Spirit. It says... Paul to Timothy, fan into flame the gift of the Spirit which has been given to you through the laying out of hands. God did not give you a spirit of fear or timidity, but of love, power, and a sound mind. God has given everybody a measure of His Spirit. He's placed inside of every single one of us love, power, and a sound mind. If that's you this morning, I want you to come forward.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Can we just, there's more people? Okay, I'm, come, I'm going to come and pray. I just want to do one thing. I'm going to then go and pray for people. I'm going to hand back to pastor. Would everybody do me a favor and just lift their hands. There's just such a great sense of the presence of God in this room. I'm telling you, lives are being transformed. Miracles are taking place in people's lives. Would you just close your eyes just for a minute? I love miracles. I love the power of God. But I'm telling you right now, the greatest miracle is a life transformed by relationship with Jesus Christ. Greatest decision I've ever made, and I've made a few good ones and many bad ones. The greatest decision I've ever made was to ask Jesus Christ into my life. My world was turned upside down. I started a journey I could never even imagine, filled with breakthrough and blessing and peace and the love of a good and loving Father. So I would like to extend this opportunity this morning for anybody here that has never asked Jesus Christ into their life, that have never made Jesus the Lord of their life. You might know Him about as a God. Religion might have said, yeah, you're all right. You're, you. But if you don't know Him personally, I want to lead us all in a prayer that just says, Jesus, I make You the Lord of my life. So if that's you, just while every head's bowed, every eye's closed, and I know we do have some hands raised, but I want to actually ask you, if that's you making that decision this morning, would you lift your hand and say, Christian, lead me in that prayer. I want to walk with Christ. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit and power. I want to start a journey with God. You may have done it and have fallen away and you want to come back to God this morning. Would you just raise your hand right now so I can see it and say, Christian, that's me. Pray with me this morning. I'm going to lead everybody in this room in a prayer, but... I want to see those making this decision for the first time. I know there are people here today, your, your heart is beating in your chest. Thank you, Lord. Would everybody just say this prayer after me? Jesus, I give you my life. I thank you for the gift of salvation. Thank you for dying in my place and paying a price I never could so I could live a life I never deserved. I receive salvation now. I make you the Lord of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Come on, thank you, Lord. Let's give God a mighty hand clap. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, would you see one of the pastors, one of the team with high on their shirt, they want to give you something. Take down your details so they can walk with you through the journey of faith, pray for you and just stand with you. There is a place for you in this house. I'm going to hand back pastor, but I'm going to keep praying for a few people if that's okay. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our pastors, team, and what we do at C3 Salt Lake City, go to c3saltlakecity.com.